Welcome back, Tight 20! Can you believe it? Can you believe it? Philadelphia Union, Union Soccer Podcast, Episode 1, uh, 2020 Philadelphia Union. Let me introduce my co-host, the great Joe Tanzi. Check him out at ProSoccerUSA.com. You can hear him on Fox Sports Radio, The Gambler. And, of course, you can read him at BleacherReport.com as well. Joe Tanzi, how you doing, man? What's Happy going on? New it, Year. It feels like we've, we haven't done one of these things in a while. i gotta, I got to shake off the rust. Uh, the last one we did was after the, po- after the postseason loss. Yeah. To Atlanta. I mean, not like much has happened since then, but, I mean, hey, we're here. No big signings. We haven't signed anybody big. What are you talking about? Jay is now with the uh, <laughs> the video game department. Come on, man. We used all our DP money on on a DP EMLS oh player, my right? Goodness, don't even start. I can't even believe I had to explain that to some people. But anyways, that's just that's, that. That was my favorite take of the off season so far. That they use that the the DP money that the team uses on the first team got spent on Jay Well, I would like to just plug the event first, and then we'll roll into everything else. It is this Friday. It is well, this episode, this podcast will be out on Thursday, so it is tomorrow, Friday. The uh, today's the ninth. It's on the tenth, January tenth, and it's going down at uh, Union Transfer. It's the EMLS uh, uh, t- tournament. It's the first leg. Union are representing Philadelphia, uh, so it's going to be pretty cool. Um, place is going to be rocking. I'll be on the DJ and the microphone. Looking forward to that. But uh, yeah, man, JJ signed with the union for it, and I think that's pretty cool to be honest with you. Yeah, I mean, it, it's a from a publicity, from a marketing standpoint, it's great for the union, uh, and that's what it's for. This is just a pure uh, a marketing thing. I mean, look, the the behind the scenes people have done a good job off the field. You know, the the videos are great. You know, everything that they've they've consistently upgraded. On that side of the field, we're still waiting for the on the field stuff. Uh, I don't know when <laughs> when it's going to happen, but the off the field stuff it definitely has improved. Uh, there's no trash truck tweets anymore, so that's, yeah. a, that's a it's a huge upgrade. Uh, but what matters is this is a soccer team, and what matters the most right now is what happens on the field. And I can understand everybody being a little impatient because there's w- one signing, and it's a, a guy from Venezuela that we don't know a lot about. And let's be honest, I've told you this about five times in passing. Look, I could go to his YouTube page or his agent's YouTube page or his club's YouTube page and look at the highlights. But there's a reason they're called highlights. Unless you claim to be an expert of the the Venezuelan first division, which I guarantee you 99% of the union fan base is not. I actually have that package at the house. I watch it at the end of... uh, Oh, is that on the the back end of being at 2 a.m.? Yeah, I'm watching that all the time, actually. (laughs) That in the go, German third league. So who's yeah? Who's your favorite Zulia FC player? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, look, I understand that everybody is quick to to break down these things. Like, oh, he's Harris's replacement. He's going to do this. He's going to do that. He, let's be honest. You and I and everybody else out there didn't know who what Kyle Wagner could do. Didn't know what Jamira Montero could do twelve months ago. Let's not fool ourselves and try and do these you know advanced scouting breakdowns when the reality is we don't know. We don't, and that's okay. Well, let's focus on what we do know. Talk to us and fill in the union fan that might not be up on everything that's happened this offseason. Who's coming back? Who's not coming back? Let's put it that way. First start with who's not coming back. Who did we lose that had an impact last year over this this 
I'd say it's the off season, but come on, when it's two months long, is it really an off season? It's it's longer than the past. It's so the I guess, hiatus. I, guess it I just yeah. the, the the hiatus. It's ridiculous. It does feel like that way because I feel like I've taken. They got to shorten the season, man. It's just ridiculous. The fact that and it's starting earlier this. It's year. Starting on a leap year this year. Yeah, it's it's, it's a re- leap day. Yeah. It's just too much. I mean, these players deserve a little bit more time off than just that. And to be honest with you, I think it would be good for everybody as a whole. You know, like it just feels like we just ended playing. It feels like. The crown was and, ju- and the, the champ was just crown. And the craziest part about it is, it's the longest off season they've had in forever. Wow! Because it used to be, you know, the final was in December, and they would report at the end of January. And you mean to tell me these owners ha- are extended, and we got more games, and and make them more money, and yet the players are still flying commercial? That's just it, you know, <laughs> doesn't make sense to me. But anyway, it doesn't. Who? It had an impact on last season that will no longer be with the Union. So the big three are Austin Trusty, Harris Madunyanin, and Fafa Pico. Uh, so Trusty, uh, you know, he's come out. He Before he was traded to Colorado, came out and said there's something behind the scenes that, that happened. You know, the when Ernst uh, Tanner and Jim Curtin uh, addressed the situation, uh, Ernst did after the trade and said there was, you know, a contract ask. He wanted to raise... Um, and they just, they, they wouldn't, um, they wouldn't agree to the demands from that side and they wanted to make sure he, he played. And for being honest, McKenzie and Elliott were the better two center backs anyway. So you, you look at it from a, a union, you know, cost scenario, you can bring back Aurelian Collin and you can find uh, a fourth center back at either bring him up from the academy that played USL, like a Benefamu, or you grab like an MLS veteran, like you did with Colin last year, and you're doing it with him again. Uh, or you bring in a, a young prospect to develop. Third center back, it's a position you can get by if you have two really solid guys. And for the most part, Mackenzie and Elliott have been solid together. So he's the odd man out. Um, Harris Madunyanin, look, we all know how great he was offensively. He just doesn't have the defensive capabilities to play in the system. Plain and simple. That's what it is. Um, so he's off to FC Cincinnati. Um, I don't think that's a good move for Cincy, for being honest, because they had the worst defense in the league, and they're adding a, a guy who doesn't play much defense. And then Fafa's off to Dallas. Um, he'll do really well in that system as a true winger. Um, you know, I talked to him um, a week, I think, before the holidays. Yes, and he, you did. And he was like, yeah, you know, it just – it got to be a little frustrating because of they wanted to plug him in as a forward, but they didn't play too much as um, play him too much as a winger, and it, it it got a little uncomfortable. And they have guys; they have you know three guys, you know probably four with Corey Burke most likely coming back, where you know they don't necessarily need him. So why not ship him out for allocation money, which they did? Okay. And uh, what's the latest with him? He might be back? Corey, so there's reports in Jamaica that have come out in the last week that his visa has been um, accepted. Uh, I checked in with the union two days ago. Uh, they weren't commenting on the situation yet. Go figure. Uh, yeah, so, um, you know, Ernst Tanner said in at the start of the offseason he was, uh, Corey Burke was on track to return. So if you, you know, the reports from Jamaica are correct, that you know he's reapplied and and it's been successful. Um, he should be on track to return. I mean, preseason starts in nine days. It's so crazy. If we don't hear anything from the union until then, uh, when we're out in Wilmington, Delaware, at the Sixers Fieldhouse that day, um, we'll, we'll know for sure. Do you think we're looking at another 
spot where the union don't add, um, you know, what was it, two, three seasons ago when Dutch Call didn't come over till mm-hmm. April, was it? Yeah, and Montero was, didn't play and wasn't cleared until like, late March last year, yeah. Do you think we're dealing with something like this? Because there's no way the union aren't going to add someone, right? No, they're going to. Yeah. It's just a matter of, you know, the logistics here. You have to remember the January transfer window in Europe just opened. That's true. And traditionally these moves... Uh, especially across Europe, don't get made until the final week and a half. There are very few deals, um, unless they're agreed to upon, you know, earlier. Mm-hmm. They don't get done January first. A- and look, that's just the the reality of the situation. It sucks that, you know, not everybody will be in January 18th. But if we're being honest, not everybody across the league is going to have a complete sc- squad by then either. There's going to be a lot of maneuvering and and. The, the reality is if you have them all in or all but one or two in by the second phase of preseason in Florida, the first phase doesn't really matter. It's conditioning. If we're being, you know, yep. those are 30 seconds, you know, 30 minutes plays with, with Academy guys and, and Union 2 guys. The second half of preseason is when it matters. So if you have everybody in by the, the probably like, I think it's the 8th or 9th of February, you're in good shape. I wouldn't, I wouldn't worry too much yet. Um, you know, last year, San- Santos came in from South America, and then we had to wait for the European signings to, to start rolling in. So uh, I wouldn't get too concerned yet. Uh, there's still plenty of time. Uh, you know, there's I get it. There's less than two months before the first regular season game, but uh, history suggests that we have to wait probably another week for everything to really get going in terms of negotiations. All right. Well, the the home opener is is – I know the uh, middle of March, and then what? They got two games before that, I believe. Regular season schedule. Let me pull that up here. The, the home opener is February 29th. No, that's the, the home. Oh, op- sorry, no, I'm the sorry. Season the, the season opener. opener my bad, yeah, my home bad. opener yeah. Sever- Saturday, yeah. March 14th. Yeah. So look, I, I would. I'm not going to go out and say like I know everything that's going on because I don't right now. Uh, it's you know you know how the transfer market is. It's a it's a fluid process. Um, there's a few guys being linked to the union, but nothing has, has come out yet. Um, you would expect by the home opener to have, you know, you would hope by February 29th to have the full squad, yeah. you know, ready. But if not by the home opener, I'm, I'm sure that's the goal. And, you know, it, it's not as dire as, as past seasons. No, I agree with that. I agree with that. And with Casper and, and everybody at the top, you know, it's just uh, and and you know certain pieces returning. I like the backside. I mean, you have to like Jack and Mark be returning, um, you know. But there are still holes, and I just, you know, I would love to get all fired up about February 29th. But uh, you know, until we know who these pieces are that are filling those holes. I can't really get too excited. So it needs to happen. But for the people out there that are getting a little, you know, restless. I just say, you know, relax because look at what we've seen in years past. And oh, by the way, these these off seasons are just ridiculous. And look, if you if you really go position by position, you probably think eight, maybe nine starters are already in place, depending on if they go get a right back. Um, you have the, you know, if you if. don't, if I don't, I would not put that on the the highest priority. I would say, if a deal can get done for a right back, you know, then go after it. But that's not the the pressing priority. You have you, Wright Gaddis played 
He did. Uh, he played a solid second half of this year. He he did improve. I have to give him credit for that. But we need to we need to raise our level up. And if you return I Ray I, at that starting position, I just don't think we're doing that. But if you're shopping out on the market, though, I wouldn't go right back as our number one priority. Fair. I would say midfield's our number one priority. Yeah, because we're not competing for a championship in, in February. No, no, you're right. No, because you have so you have a back four. You have Bedoya. You have two of your set of forwards are going to be there. So that's seven outfield players and Andre Blake. Uh, depending on how you view Aronson in this setup, he's the ninth starter there. And then, you know, it, the Montero situation, um, outside of, you know, the little blips that we've gotten, uh, I don't think we're going to get much. The union have been very tight-lipped on the situation. They're not talking about it. Um I think it's just it's a wait and see game. I, I don't have a prediction either way, to be honest. Um, I would say, you know, the same thing I said back in October. If the guy who grew up watching European football with a Dutch influence wants to play in Europe, you can't fault him. But if he wants to play here and the price is right, do it. You know that it. There's two lines of thinking. Uh, unfortunately, for the you know, from what we've seen, it's just one line of thinking and one line of thinking only. From the union fans, but I mean, they got by without the Dutch call situation blowing up in their face last year. Yeah, no, you're right. If you have if you have a, a sporting director like Ernst Tanner, who's you know with with this scouting network, and he's brought in some of these hidden gems from Europe, he's proved himself. Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't say it's it's the be all end all. I, I don't think it has been for them. I'm excited for these new teams, Joe. I'm excited. I'm excited to, to go to Nashville. I'm excited to see what Miami's all about. They're on the clock right now, I think, number one and number three overall picks. I think that's a road trip to Miami, too, that's on the schedule this year. Damn right. So, yeah, the Union are out of the draft. Um, they they traded right before we started recording. Uh, they had the 21st overall pick, which is going to get net them probably next to nothing anyway. Uh, so they traded it to D.C. to move up four spots in the allocation order, uh, which is basically like trading a, a bag of balls at this point because – you're still 17th in the allocation order. You still have to make a trade up if you really want to get somebody who's on that list. So um, we know how Ernst doesn't you know, value the super draft, uh, which, let's be honest, isn't really super anymore. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, that's, it is what it is. Um, I, I'm interested to see Miami. I can't give a, a full grade yet because I don't know who's their, who's their marquee attacker. You know they've been rumored with a lot of people, but I don't I don't know yet what what I'm going to see out of them. Uh, Nashville looks like a more measured build with you know MLS experienced guys, but um, I don't think they're done yet either. So um, I guess I say it's okay right now, but uh, until you know the finished product comes together, I don't know if we can you know leave a grade on on either of them yet. But I can give it a plus on on the road trips I will be taking. Oh yeah, this year. definitely looking forward to that. Um, well, look, I, I thought it was important for us to get in and get something going here. We need to uh, get back in the flow of things for everybody because uh, February 29th is fast approaching. As far as the, uh, you said it already, but one more time, the preseason schedule, what are we looking at here? So the preseason schedule now, it's starting to come together. They had um, this, the first week, Okay, they're going to be up at uh, the Sixers Fieldhouse in Delaware doing um you know basically like tests and you know conditioning and is that open to the public can the public I walk in and watch don't think that's open to the public yeah i wouldn't think so 
But if they were down in Florida, is that where they practice it on? In Florida, yeah, it, it's more. Like I think you, the you games can go. Are open. Yeah, the games are definitely open. Yeah, but the practices are okay. Kind of concealed. Yeah, as well. practices. I mean, they'll kick you out if I they mean, see they, somebody sitting there. They probably wouldn't say. Yeah, anything, I mean, they've. Really, I mean, publicly they've, they've said where the they're training. Yeah, but um, so yeah, they're the twentieth to the twenty fifth, and then they're they're doing like they have the past few years where. Um, one camp in Florida, uh, players come back for a week or weekend and then go back to Florida. Okay. Um, uh, January 27th is when they go down. Um, it was just announced, uh, I think yesterday or the day before, um, the 29th, that first game at IMG is going to be Atlanta United. Um, from what I was told, the, the union were ready to release all their opponents for preseason. Uh, but they're waiting for the teams that they're playing to release their schedules. So it's not... It's not a huge, you know, coordinated release like the regular season schedule. Um, they're just waiting. They have the opponents set. They're just waiting for the teams that they're playing to announce their schedules to then, here's who we're playing. So uh, that's why Atlanta was released the other day because Atlanta dropped their preseason schedule. Okay. Well, look, uh, I thought it was important for us to get something going nice and early. I know you did as well, so I'm glad we did exactly that. Any other things that are sticking out to you as we we'll, – we'll get back in the lab next week. We'll start recording on a weekly basis here. I mean, we see each other every week anyway, so let's start getting back after for the Union Soccer Pod. Uh, but uh, as far as anything else that you want to get off your chest, anything that's been hitting at you as far as Union Faithful need to hear? Uh no, I think we we've hit on everything that's that's been out there. I mean the 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 rumors are rumors. Um, Corey Burke thing, it's trending in the right direction. Uh, like I said, the club's not commenting on it, but um, if the reports in Jamaica are true, uh, he'll be back. And uh, you kind of just have to you know to borrow a term from the the team's facility that they're going to be at for a week. You got to trust the process here. That's it. Trust the process. You can't uh, trust either process anymore. No, you can't do that. We wish Austin nothing but the best out there in Colorado. The the island of Union Misfit Toys. Well, I saw Zach. He is now what? With with, uh, uh, Real, isn't he? Yeah, he's he's been traded about five different times now. Yeah, that's right. He wasn't even with Colorado last time. He was with with Vancouver last year. Was he? Yeah. Jeez. He's, there's like an alternate timeline where Zach McMath is the union starting goalie. They don't draft Andre Blake. Is he going to start out there with Real? Uh, he might because Ramondo retired, but they have a young guy, Ochoa, who's really good. Gotcha. But like I said, there's an alternate timeline where the union don't screw up that draft. Well, don't screw it up, but don't like trade up to number one, get Andre Blake. They get Steve Birnbaum, who's been a you know really solid uh, center back for D.C., and um, you know, tables turn for everybody's careers. But, Ooh. I mean, it's turned out well for the union, so you can't really complain. That it has. And Jim Curtin's back, baby. We'll be getting our uh, conversations going with him. We'll have to start dialing him up on Tuesdays. That would be good for us to do for the gambler, too, as well. Uh, nice little segment. Um, all right, Joe. Good stuff as always, man. Make sure everyone out there reads Joe at ProSoccerUSA.com. Follow him at jtanzy 90 I am Sean Brace. Make sure you check me out Monday through Friday on the Daily Ticket on a brand-new f- sports talk station in Philadelphia, you can find us on the iHeartRadio app known as Fox Sports Radio, The Gambler. And we'll have plenty of soccer talk throughout the season there, so make sure you turn in, especially when the season starts. Bye, bang. We'll talk to you next week, boys and girls. Go Union, and uh, season's fast approaching. Let's go. And go, J.H.I.!